Welcome, and thank you for being here with me for the Midlife Confidence Podcast. I'm Vana, and rest assured that this messy, unsettling midlife transition you're going through is designed to lead you to create a purposeful life doing things that you love, because a beautiful life starts with a beautiful mind. A week or two ago, I was reading through my own journal. I've been impressed to do that more, to go back and remember what I've already learned through experience. And as I've been doing that, so many sweet insights have come back to me, things I had kind of lost track of because usually I'm busy pursuing the next thing, trying to learn more. For example, I found a journal entry from September 2020 when I had felt this deep confirmation and commitment come to me about faith and all the things I choose to believe about God and spirit and the source of peace and light. And as I read it, that same feeling came back to me. It was really lovely, and I sensed that I shouldn't just keep this to myself that these kinds of thoughts are given to be shared with others so we can strengthen each other. And honestly, I had to work through some resistance to sharing something so personal to me on social media, but trusting that there is a bigger purpose and I should just get over myself. I posted it both on my coaching account on Instagram and my personal Facebook page. And for sure, I expect that there were some people who rolled their eyes at it, but that's okay. There are also some comments from those who appreciated it, and that's who it was for. I share this story to start this conversation today because I want to talk about something I'm realizing about this midlife stage that I haven't really heard anyone talk about. And it's this feeling of having so much learning from decades and decades of living. Siri tells me that as of today, I've been alive for 21,972 days. (laughs) Go ahead, ask Siri or Alexa how long you've been alive. It can be sobering. (laughs) Well, we've been around a while, my friends, and we've had so many deep learning experiences, literally thousands of them. Hundreds of books read, hundreds of movies watched, thousands of songs heard, thousands of hours in school thousands of hours learning from podcasts and programs and conferences, thousands of people we've met, thousands of conversations, thousands of miles traveled, thousands of hours in nature, thousands of hours in cities, thousands of prayers and hundreds of pages of scriptures read thousands of times over and over. Literally millions of thoughts and emotions and ideas, so much input So maybe it's just me, or maybe you get the sense too, that too much of that is scattered or forgotten or unappreciated, definitely underutilized. The word integration keeps coming to me. In fact, I decided to make it my word for this year. I think integration could be a primary job of midlife for us. Integrating the best bits of what we've learned through experience into a whole and then using it in some way sharing it or creating with it or relying on it. I love the connection of integration and wholeness to bring parts together into a whole, to complete, to combine and unify the ideas of harmony and balance and organizing and putting things in order. 
When I shared my word of the year with another coach, she said, it sounds like honoring what is already working. And yes, I loved that. That's exactly what. There's so much we've learned that is already working. We just need to do more remembering and refining. In other words, let's keep the treasure and toss the trash. You've probably heard me talk about my theme for this year, which is a year of better questions. And the questions that are shifting my perspective on this are, what if I already know everything I need to know now? What if I already know enough? What if I don't need to pursue anything new, just integrate what I've already received? What if I just need to remember and honor and appreciate what I already know? And I think the first step to integrating in midlife is to first slow the input way down. I'm always so curious and interested to learning more, but the impression I'm getting is to slow down all the consuming and really gather together the very best of what I already have. So I'm pausing the pursuit of more of anything for now. I'm not buying any new books this year. I'm going to finish what I haven't finished or get rid of it if it isn't really worth my time. I'm going to reread my favorites and take note of the best parts in a very intentional way with a purpose in mind to share it somehow. In fact, I already gave away dozens of books I gathered when I was working in the anti-sexual exploitation field, and I only saved the very best ones. That wasn't easy. I felt like I was giving away part of my identity, but I realized it really isn't serving me to keep looking back when I'm on a different path now. I'm not going to follow any new gurus. I already have a list of powerful people who inspire me. They are coaches, authors, artists, spiritual teachers. There's a reason they're in my life already, so I just want to keep learning from them. And I've been organizing my journals and notebooks and my systems for work so that I have clear places to save and access my ideas. I even deleted 200 people that I was following on Instagram. Basically, I'm looking for any way I can simplify my life and reduce the input so I can concentrate on what I already have in my possession. And most importantly, I'm reading my own writing. It's time to stop seeking my answers in other people's books. As much as I love reading, my answers are written in my own journals, my own insights, my own answers to prayer, in my own heart, my own soul, and my own mind. That's where my book of life is. That's how I'm stepping into integrating right now. For me, I can see that I've been an idea collector my whole life, and it's time to integrate those ideas into something whole and complete. I don't for a moment expect that I could do all this in a year. It's a project that will take the time it takes. I think integrating can mean many other things as well. I wonder what it brings up for you. Maybe it's about integrating your surroundings by decluttering a lifetime of possessions and keeping only what suits the life you want to live now. Maybe it's related to your career or your family or your physical health. Maybe you want to integrate your spiritual beliefs, simplifying, refining, and balancing those things, and letting go of anything toxic or heavy or draining, just creating wholeness. 
I'm sure there are more steps to come, but for now, this is the stage I'm in. I know one of the big things that comes along with integrating is not only less consuming, but more producing, more sharing what we've learned, more creating, more offering what we already have and what is working, what we've already practiced and tested and discovered, and bringing out that midlife wisdom. Maybe integration is an important process to go through so that we can make the most of our future. How could we feel more centered and whole? What needs to be gathered, protected, and integrated into our life now so that we can take it with us into our future? Speaking of feeling centered, that is one of the things I love about coaching. It's a process of becoming more centered on what is true for us, what we really want, And seeing what is in our center now, that's creating uneasiness and releasing that and centering on what brings us peace and confidence. So now I'm calling these centering sessions because I like how that turns the focus to what my clients experience instead of what I'm doing as a coach. If you feel like you're in need of some centering, please get in touch with me. You can always schedule one session and then see how it works. You can email me at vana at vonadavis.com or just go ahead and schedule a session on my calendar at vonadavis.com. I think that centering and integrating are very closely aligned ideas for us in midlife. I want to leave you with a visualization and analogy story about integration to take with you as you contemplate what this might look like for you. As you listen, think about what needs to be cleared out of your life so you can give attention to the truly valuable things you have and integrate them into something simple and whole. So let's take a deep breath and clear our mind. Imagine you're in your own home and you decide you want to cook up a big batch of something healthy and delicious that you can enjoy for the next few days. You walk into your kitchen and you reach out to your refrigerator and you open the door. The light comes on and as soon as you see what's in your fridge, all your enthusiasm for cooking evaporates. The fridge is stuffed from top to bottom. There are packages on top of containers on top of bags of food. Every shelf is filled with half-open cans, plastic boxes of leftovers, bags of wilty veggies, bits of moldy cheese. Something dark is dripping from the top all the way down to a sticky puddle on the bottom. And the smell. Ugh. You back away and shove the door shut with a thump. Imagine standing there in front of the fridge with your hands on your hips, scowling with disappointment for a minute. But then you take some deep breaths and you settle down for a bit. You realize you have a decision. You can walk away and leave it the way it is and have to keep dealing with it, not being able to enjoy cooking and eating in your own home, or you can take the time to clean it up. After another minute of discouragement and hesitation, you sigh, open the door again, and get to work. You pull a garbage can up close and you take everything out of the fridge one by one. Half of it goes right into the trash out with 12 nearly empty bottles of salad dressing, including three of ranch. 
you wash out the sticky jars and empty out the moldy storage containers. Underneath the mess, you're pleasantly surprised to find that there are lots of your favorite foods still fresh and ready to eat. A perfect head of cauliflower, crispy carrots, fresh ginger root. As you lay out all the good food on the counter, you see that you have all the ingredients for a big pot of soup. Anticipation grows as you mentally take stock of what you have that will be perfect for the soup you're envisioning. But first, you wash down the fridge until it's sparkly clean, and then organize the fresh food that you're keeping in the fridge. Now it's so inviting. It will be fun to cook some nourishing meals right here in your own kitchen. And you commit to keeping the fridge simple and orderly and not overstocked and unmanageable anymore. Now you're ready to make your soup. You don't need someone else's recipe. You have plenty of practice and you have your favorite ingredients ready to go right in front of you now. You start sauteing the onions and garlic and one at a time, pull out the best ingredients for this soup. You pour in the stock and it starts to simmer. You slice carrots and chop cauliflower and stir them in. What else do you want to add in? Potatoes, a can of coconut milk, fresh green beans. With each favorite ingredient, you stir the soup and everything swirls together. You add some grated fresh ginger and a dash of curry spice, pink salt and fresh ground pepper. It starts to smell so delicious in your kitchen. You fill a spoon and take a taste. It's really coming along. What else do you want to add? A little red pepper flakes and some spinach. It's amazing. This soup you created is so much better than the sum of its parts. Together, all these flavors blend and become something totally new and whole. It's a distinctively rich and delicious recipe, one that only you can make. It's too good to eat alone. You set the table with candles and flowers and invite someone to join you. And together you enjoy a long, leisurely meal of your one-of-a-kind soup. Are you ready to clear out the distractions and put your life in order? What is your special dish, your contribution that's just waiting for you to blend your wisdom and experience and your personality into it? It's a good time to pause here in midlife and reflect on that. I offer that you have so much good and wise inside of you. What if you already know everything that you need to know right now? What if you already know enough? It might be time to get it polished up and organized and integrated into your life, ready to go with you into the rest of your beautiful life. Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. We got started with our Year of Better Questions project this past week, where I'm sending out a new question every week to my email list. The question we explored last week was, what do you secretly want? And a new one will be coming out every Thursday. And you can be part of that by signing up on my website, fauna.davis.com. One final thing, would you please share this podcast with a friend? I know I appreciate it when a friend suggests something to me. It shows that they're thinking of me and they know what I like. All of my info is in the show notes. Take care until next time.